Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. Hear that? It's the call of the crave. And when the crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 bacon bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the bacon cheese slider, 1921 bacon cheese slider, or chicken bacon ranch slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 bacon bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. Hey, by the book listeners, Kristen here. Did you know that you can receive a weekly by the book affirmation mini-sode plus the rules of every book that we've lived by? It's easy. All you have to do is become a member of our Patreon community. To learn more, go to patreon.com slash listen to buy the book. Again, that's patreon.com slash listen to buy the book or just look at the episode description from today's show. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content. So, maybe listen on headphones if you're at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Jolenta. Yes, Kristen. You know how elected officials sometimes seek feedback from their constituents? Mm-hmm, right, like they get voted in and then they ask their voters, like, are you satisfied? How am I doing? Exactly. And since this whole past season of books was essentially decided by an election, I thought, why not do the same thing? Ah, interesting. I vote yes. Let's do it. Let's hear from the listeners. And Jolenta, I second that vote. And so it shall be. Because I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jolenta Greenberg. And this is By the Book. Bye. 
That's right. It is time for another By the Book bonus episode. It's your little between seasons treat for your ears where we talk behind the scenes, all sorts of cool stuff. And this episode, it's all about the listeners voting for our season nine books. Yes. And reminder, back in October 2021, we compiled lists of the most nominated books we'd yet to live by. There were so many. And we invited everyone out there to vote for the ones they wanted featured on the show. Thousands, many, many thousands of you voted on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and by email. And the winners became the books we lived by in season nine. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to hear feedback that the voters have given us on the season as a whole. Good, bad feedback. We love it all because the voters deserve to have their voices heard. Yes, we believe in democracy here at By the Book Headquarters. Democracy. (laughs) (laughs) So shall we start with the reasoning behind people's votes? People telling us why they voted the way they did. Yes, yes, yes. I want to know. Let's kick it off. Juliana says, I read most of the books in all the categories. I love self-help a lot. So I went with the ones that actually helped me. Ah, yes. Juliana, a lot of people said that they also voted for the ones that helped them. You were one of many people who said, yes, it changed my life. Surely this will be the book that will help Jolanta and It will change your life too. (laughs) AJ wrote in to say, I chose books with female authors that seemed like enough fodder for a comedy podcast. Mm. So we're going for female authors and also stuff that could put us in predicaments and be entertaining to listen to. I like it. I like where your head's at, AJ. And AJ, you got your wish because over half the books we live by this season were by female authors. And we continue to be a comedy podcast, so. I hope so. (laughs) Yeah. Well done. Megan says, I chose the ones I've heard of because if I've heard of them, they've probably had a major impact on the culture as a whole. And my favorite aspect of the show is its sociological one. Ooh. Ooh, Megan. Yes. The sociological aspect, which thank you, Trish Travis, who has made appearances on the show, not just in our history season, but our celebrity season. And uh, she's been back a couple of times. Thanks for noticing that. Yeah, Jalenta, you and I do try to make sure we're pointing to the bigger social, political, cultural picture with each book too, not just looking at the book, right? Yep, yep, yep. Dana says, honestly, I chose books that I hated or that I hate having quoted back to me by zealots because I love it when the ladies look critically at books that the zeitgeist embraces. Dana. Nice, nice. Dana, I want you guys to shit on things people love. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that's a totally valid curiosity, too. Especially if it's books that you don't like the quotations from, but like maybe haven't read. Like, for sure, vote for us to live by it for you. Like, love it. Yeah, maybe you're tired of people telling you to feel the fear and do it anyway. Maybe you're tired of people saying, you're such a four. (laughs) Oh, hey, nothing against fours, obviously. (laughs) We also put up a survey to see why people voted the way they did on our Facebook page. And over 700 of you responded. Ooh, almost a thousand. Uh, And these were the results. 70% of you voted for books you were curious about. Interesting. 11 voted for books that have improved your life. 
10% voted for books that would make for entertaining episodes. And 9% voted for books that you'd read and wanted our perspective on either good or bad. So a variety of reasons there, but it does seem that curiosity killed the cat. I mean, one. (laughs) Curiosity won out. Most people voted for books they just were sort of curious about, but hadn't necessarily lived by and have been like, this is a winner or this one is a loser. Well, fortunately, a lot of you out there enjoyed this season. And let's hear from some of those voters who enjoyed it. Electra says... I was into it. The one single book I was voting for got chosen, had the nuanced yet abridged response I semi-predicted but was curious about, for extreme drama, had some back and forth with the actual author, and all of the above got me to think critically about the book and how I have woven its contents into the web of my knowledge. That is all a win for me. Love it. Who doesn't love extra drama as well? Yes. Like, always. <laughs> I think she's it. speaking of burnout here. <laughs> I figured as much. <laughs> Mari says, I enjoyed this season as much as all the others. But then again, I would enjoy listening to Kristen and Jolinta live by a cereal box. Mari, I just saw a really interesting back-of-a-life cereal box this morning. There was one of those, like, find the differences exercises with the two pictures of a day at the lake. I definitely think I could live by a day at the lake spotting differences. So thank you for the suggestion. Alana says, I don't really read self-help books, and I don't even remember if I voted for any of the books this season. If I did, I'm sure I chose the silliest-sounding ones. And honestly, the season doesn't feel any different from any of the other seasons to me. Nice. Thank you, Alana. As long as the other seasons were good with you, I'm fine with sounding the same as other seasons. Right. That works like, for consistency me. is key as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be consistent and take a little quick break because we take those every episode. But when we come back, we are going to hear from some folks who felt a little less enthusiastic about our past season, aka, we're going to read some complaints. Yes. But before that, If you have a moment, take a moment to rate and review us in Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, wherever you listen to the show. Give us those five stars. We'd be so grateful. No complaints there, please. (laughs) Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. The real excitement comes from the ride to get there. With seven drive modes, Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. We are back with more comments from the voters. And Jolenta, these comments are not so glowing. 
No, they're not. I love them. (laughs) Matt wrote in to say, most people don't like being told what to do. And now it feels like a mistake to have had a whole season of the hosts feeling like we told them what to do. I'm afraid the model made them feel trapped and played into how much they hated most of the books. It was such a fun idea last October. And now with them hating most of the books, it's not. Ooh, Matt, interesting. Because it's prescribed, we are a little reticent to be glowing. I'm just going to jump in and say, that's not true for me, Jolenta. Oh, it's totally true for me. Oh, it is? Really? Normally, if you tell me to do something, I'm like, I hate you. But, <laughs> but I feel like because it was such a democratic process, I haven't really thought of it as such a, like, you have to live by this. Like, rah. But I wonder if I have, like, some residual, like, knee-jerk, like, don't tell me what to do about this whole season. I could imagine there being a grain of truth in it for me. For you, you love being told what to do. I oh, I love like. it. I love an yeah. assignment. Because it's like, oh, thank God they picked for us. Oh. Yes. Write out that recipe for me. Give me mm-hmm. a map. Yeah. I'm into it. I love all those things. Step by step it. Yeah. Yes. I'm super into it. So Matt, I guess you were partially correct, maybe with Jolenta, but but not really with me. So assign away, Matt. Give me some Mm -hmm. more assignments. I'll Mm -hmm. take them all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anna says, I miss the celebrity season now because I'll never read any of those books and I didn't care when they hated them. Now it feels personal to listen to them find the worst parts of books I enjoyed when I read them. Right. Yeah. That totally makes sense. (laughs) And like in defense of people who like books that we don't, you aren't reading it for the same reasons we are. You're reading Mm -hmm. it for things that pop out to you, that really make sense to you, that are genuinely going to help you in certain predicaments. Or that just make you feel seen. We read it with like one of those knit combs for lice. You know, like we're picking out shit you didn't even want to know was on your scalp or in the book. Like, what a horrible analogy. But I think it it conveys my point. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Reading it for our show is a very different thing. Yeah. I always compare it to writing your doctoral thesis or your master's thesis, how we live by the books on the show. We are reading things as closely as I did when I was getting my master's degree and then rereading them and taking more notes and making spreadsheets and finding things that the regular consumer of this book is not going to even notice probably. Right. On a similar note, Rachel says, it was a great idea in theory, but maybe not in practice. I think people voted for books they liked and were hoping Kristen and Jalenta would also like them. So I can see how it's disappointing when they don't like the books people voted for. It's like a dream shattered by reality. Jalenta, I think that's our new tagline. Jalenta and Kristen, dream dream killers. Shattered by reality. It's so poetic. Like it is. I'm really feeling it. And yeah. that's that is what we're here for in this season in a weird way. We were like, tell us your faves and we'll see if we can rip it apart. Or if they <laughs> pleasantly surprise us. It's like, I guess we should have seen this coming. But we do love the poetry in your note there, Rachel. We love it. <laughs> We also got a lot of people writing in to say, frankly, we the listeners suck at picking books and the hosts are better at selecting them than we are. For example, Sarah says, I honestly think the hosts know more about what is and isn't a viable, relevant, and interesting book to live by for the podcast than we do. 
I also think in other seasons, one or both of the hosts would be really excited about a book. Hearing them say, OMG, I'm excited about this book I've been wanting to live by, and having the outcome be different than their preconceptions, or hearing one host gently roll their eyes at the other's choice, was part of what brought interesting tension to the podcast. All of that was missing this season. Oh, I forgot. There is totally an element of like push and pull when it comes to like picking books or like one of us rebelling when the other one's been super amped. Yeah. Yeah. When Jolenta picks out a witch book for me to live by. (laughs) Watching sort of our own idea of what we think the book's going to be about like crash and burn before our eyes. Like, yeah, that element is definitely not as present when the whole season's been sort of like prescribed by someone else. Yeah. Excellent point, Sarah. Yeah. Kate says, I like whatever you all do, but I think I like it better when you pick your own theme and just run with it. When things go out into the wide world of listeners for guidance, it gets a bit broad and generic. I mean, how else are you going to live by the weird and delightful books you've lived by in the past, like how to write an ebook if you aren't following your own whims and interests? Mm. I think that's a great point too, Kate, because the listeners were not nominated wacky books for us. They were not nominating any books that even were borderline goofy, were they? Yeah, yeah. And Kristen always likes to slip a gimmick in. I love a gimmick. I love a gimmick. It's great. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I can see how this season came off as sort of a general, like, books you've probably heard of. And that's not as zingy as, like, all celebrity authors. Or books through the decades or, right, yeah, right. you know, having those kinds of themes. And yeah, we certainly did not get very many nominations for wacky books, unfortunately. We rarely get wacky you book nominations. You guys were too practical, <laughs> which, like, I appreciate. <laughs> you weren't, like, trying to build a dynamic season. You were, like, trying to help us with books. Yes. <laughs> Dave wrote in to say, I'd vote no on ever doing this kind of season again. For the reality show concept, the hosts have to operationalize the books, and the books we all voted for haven't been great for that aspect of the show. Self-reflection and slow incremental change just don't make for great audio. Yeah, you guys also pick books that are helpful for like a period of time that isn't two weeks. (laughs) Yes, or helpful for just, you know, feeling seen. Mm-hmm. Or helpful within a genre where you need to have read, like, another book first, perhaps. Yes, all of those things. All of those things, yeah. So, yeah, it is a different kind of book curation when you are trying to produce a reality show versus book curation if you're just in a book club with other friends, I right, suppose. Right, right. Even though our show does feel like a book club to some people out there, I know. Yeah, Let's talk about Facebook, Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite place in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've slowly, I've slowly become more and more active on our Facebook group because of this season, because I love drama. But in <laughs> fact, other people have a different sentiment, which was like, this season was fine, but the Facebook group wasn't fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a nice, gentle way to put it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don wrote in to say, I still enjoy the podcast, but the defensiveness 
that came out on the Facebook community this past season was unbearable. The Enneagram defensiveness in particular just about drove me up the wall. I'm not sure why folks would vote for books they love to be covered if they weren't prepared to hear some negative feedback about them. Plenty of books on the podcast before have gotten negative reactions, so it's not exactly a surprise that that was a possibility for books this season, too. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know people are getting defensive when the Facebook bleeds over into our podcast reviews, too. Because, like, with the Enneagram book, we oh, started getting, yes. like, one star. You don't <laughs> respect Suzanne's appeal. Yes. <laughs> but I think that's a good point, Don. I think a lot of people thought this is going to be the one book that Jolenta and Kristen give a glowing review to, even though mm-hmm. we've never given a 100% glowing review to any book in nine seasons of the show. Right. We just have never done that. We found fault in even the books we like best, we've found problems in. And even with the books we did like this season, there's just a lot of like, but you didn't like certain parts. And uh, people are rightfully so taking what we don't like more personally or like noticing it more almost this season because often it's a book they suggested. Yeah. For many people, they might consider it something equivalent to their Bible, their guidebook for life, the Mm -hmm. thing that affirms them. And we just shit on that thing that affirms their identity. It's the same way I don't like reading like negative reviews of plays I really enjoyed. I'm like, how dare you? You must have seen it on an off night. It changed my life. So you are dead wrong. When it's like, it could have been a bad play that just really resonated with me. I don't know. Could have been where I was that night. <laughs> Kelly seconds what Don said. The Facebook community honestly made this season less enjoyable. It was really frustrating to see how personally people took it if the host didn't like their favorite self-help book. Also, it felt like there was a constant pile on on Kristen. Every time she didn't <laughs> like a book, dozens of people chimed in to tell her how she somehow did something wrong. It really bugged me. I'm still mad about the Atomic Habits backlash, and some of the Enneagram comments were insufferable. Please, let people like what they like. Yeah, yeah. It's just hard. It's hard because Kristen's the literal one. (laughs) (laughs) I read every book down to the letter. I live by every book down to the letter. I have to fight my impulses to be like, Kristen, come on. Or I guess I don't (laughs) fight those impulses. I just say it. But like, that's her personality. That's how she approaches them. That's also why she's my co-host, because we approach it differently. Like, if both people were approaching it like me, being like, I took it and left it and like got kind of lazy, probably, it would be not a very fun show. Yeah. Fun fact from behind the curtain of By the Book. Jolenta first approached me to host the show with her because I was already a critic. And then when we got the show greenlit to make, I just had too much on my plate. I'm like, Jolenta, I actually can't do this. I I just, I'm too busy right now. I'm producing six other shows. And the higher ups at the company said, no, Kristen, you have to co-host this with Jolenta because you and Jolenta have such different dynamics and we can't imagine finding two people with different enough dynamics like this to do the show. All the other co-hosts I pitched were too similar to me. Yeah, they really needed somebody who was apparently going to drive half of the listeners nuts. So here I am. But that's why we love her. (laughs) 
The straight man is never like the fun job, Kristen. <laughs> We're talking comedy straight man, not straight white men. That's a different thing here. Totally different thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on from Facebook. Yeah. And I want to read this great comment from Bess, a great big picture observation. Bess says, it seems to me that this season has really shown the divide between the by the book fans who are here for insightful comedy and the folks who are here for the love of self-help. Yes. Yeah. I think I think the listeners, at least on the Facebook group, have become more apparent of the like two factions that come to listen to <laughs> by the book, which are like sincere self-help lovers who want to see how this goes. And also people who like comedy and are like, I want to see how self-help can bring out weird things. And email, Instagram, and Twitter very different vibe, I got to say. You can yeah, also yeah, just yeah. see the divide between Facebook and other social media this true, season. True, true. Yeah. Facebook is the most sincere, you guys. Yeah. Instagram is the most full of jokes. Mm-hmm. And I'd say Twitter is the most full of, like, I don't know if you'd call them academic observations, but people like words there. And they're, you know, mm-hmm, they're very mm-hmm, wordy mm-hmm. with their thoughts Interesting. On, yeah. on things. And then email has been pretty fun because people don't hold back on email. Email is personal correspondence. Yeah, and we've gotten, (laughs) no joke, some of your letters have been 5,000 words long, like the length of full-length articles that you've all sent Mm, us. mm. It's been amazing. Publish it. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's been really fascinating to see how people kind of fall into different camps with the show this season, more so than any other season we've seen it. So true. Think about that while we take a quick break. And when we come back, Kristen and I will share some final thoughts on this season in which you, the listeners, chose all our books. Walmart Plus members save on Meeting Up With Friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. The real excitement comes from the ride to get there. With seven drive modes, Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. We are back with this bonus episode of Buy the Book dedicated to all of you out there, the listeners who voted for the books we lived by in season nine. And now, Jolenta, between me and you, just the two of us, mm-hmm. let's discuss. Just Let's just whisper. Let's just whisper. <laughs> let's get behind this curtain in Girl the talk. booth. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk voting, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would we ever do this again? And if we did, what would we do differently? Would we be this democratic again in the future? Or will we go back to being a totalitarian regime of by the book? I feel like I could split the difference. And I could definitely see us voting on what theme to do a season. Ah, You know what I mean? Oh, that's a great idea. 
That is a great idea. Where it's like, we're not picking the individual books per se. We may leave that up to us because we have a better sense of what translates well to audio or we have a better sense of what we can sort of slim down to the actionable steps. But we get very active listener participation. And like listeners, you guys would get to pick what sort of genre you want us to explore. Oh, I love that idea, Jolenta. I love that. That's way better than my idea, which was like, oh, maybe one wild card episode per season. That would also be fun where it's like, guys, go nuts. It's a free for all. (laughs) Choose anything. It does not matter. It can be as wacky as you want, as sincere as you want. It can be anything you want. But yeah, I I guess long story short, you and I, Jolenta, agree that if we were to do it again, we would have to do it very differently. We would have voting, but on like a more limited scope, perhaps, because we want your input, but we can all agree that sometimes it's better if we like pick and choose things that work well with audio or like with the flow of the season. Yeah. And I just want to remind listeners right here and now that most of the books we've lived by on the show have been nominated by you. Most of the books, I would say. Right over two-thirds of the books, came straight out of emails or suggestions on the Facebook community. So we've been listening to you all along, and we have meant it from day one when we've said, if you have a suggestion for a book for us to live by, let us know. We really do listen to you. So we're never going to stop listening to you when it comes to choosing our books. But yeah, the voting may, may be a more limited version of the voting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But regardless, we just want to thank all of you out there. Having listeners who are so involved, who want to participate in the show, like all of you out there, it means the world to us to Seriously. feel like you're invested in the show, that you want to play a role in it. And none of this show would be possible without you. Whether you voted or not, our, our show wouldn't be what it is without all of you out there. So we just want to thank everybody out there for taking the time to listen, to rate and review, to tell your friends about the show, and if you voted, to vote by the books that we've lived by this season because we'd be nothing without you. So thank you, voters. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you. And that's it for this bonus episode of By the Book. Huge thank you to our production team at Stitcher as well. Corinne Wallace, Chantel Holder, Daisy Rosario, and Marcus Ham. Thanks also to Nate Wida, the composer of our theme song, and thank you to the Rizzos, the performers of our theme song. Please stay in touch. Send us any questions or, as I just said, suggestions for future books for us to live by. Our email address is kristinandjolenta at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at Jolenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at By the Book Pod. And that handle, at By the Book Pod, that also applies to Instagram. Check us out mm-hmm. on Instagram. Lots of cute pictures there. Until next time, I'm Jolenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Stitcher. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. 
Paramount Plus, essential plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.